Well, I am frustrated with today's politics, so much so that I feel a bit politically homeless. I don't fit in their camp and I don't fit in their circle. Does anyone else feel that way? I'm speaking in general terms because I had some other titles for this episode, but after asking for some advice from people I trust, they encouraged me to tone it down a bit. So this will be the toned down version of my frustrations and let's go. Welcome back to The Naked Weekly. My name is Jeff Manis, and I'm your host on this shorter version of The Naked Party Time podcast, where I get real and raw about something in my life pertaining to life, leadership, or love. As I said, what I wanted to share today, I had some trusted advisors speak into. While I am being real, under their advisement, I won't be quite as raw as I initially started. Politics are a hot-button issue today, are they not? The cancel culture is in full effect on both sides. I know I'm painting with broad strokes here, but it seems like for a lot of people involved in politics, whether it's a profession or just the party you belong to, if you don't fully support every plan and policy of their party, then you're canceled. It's an even further problem when we start attaching stronger language to it, language like bigot, hateful, evil, anti-Christ, unchristian, or or other things I've heard used against people who didn't toe the party line on either side. And those things are just not true. We should be able to disagree with a progressive ideology and not be labeled hateful or a bigot. We should also be able to disagree with a conservative ideology and not be evil, anti-God, or un-Christian. So this is what leads me to feel a bit politically homeless. I don't feel comfortable or even welcome in any of the major parties. I am a registered voter, but currently as an independent. I love what Rondell Trevino, founder and director of the Immigration Coalition, says, I'm a Christian who is theologically conservative and socially compassionate too conservative for progressives and too progressive for conservatives, pro-life from womb to the tomb, politically homeless, and whose ultimate citizenship is in heaven, not America. Or as Pastor Samuel Rodriguez has said, I'm not allegiant to an elephant or a donkey. I'm allegiant to the lamb. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be a Democrat, Republican, or any other party and also a Christian. That would be nonsense. In fact, we need biblical Christians who are in every party to be a light in the darkness because there is darkness in all parties. Let me say that again. There is darkness in every political party. We need biblical Christians who are a force for the gospel and for good in the political party system. I'm just, I'm just saying for me, I don't feel comfortable or welcome in any party right now. And that's frustrating to me. It's even more frustrating that if I were in a party, there are some people who would automatically assume that I support every part of that party's platform or whoever the current leader of that party is. That's why for me, I choose the political homeless identity when it comes to my position. It's a matter of perception for me. 
The two major parties are so polarizing and, and both appear to be getting more extreme every day. While yes, there are some moderate Democrats and moderate Republicans, for the most part, the Democratic Party is moving faster and faster to an extreme progressive platform. And then in turn, the Republican Party is moving ever faster to an extreme conservative one. I don't want anyone to have the perception of me as a pastor or a leader of being a supporter of either extreme. Extremes are always dangerous politically. Again, I'm not saying that just because you're in a party that you support the extremes that they may pursue, but we all know how perception is treated these days. In the cancel culture in which we live, I don't want someone finding out, seeing, or knowing that I belong to a certain party and then canceling me or any chance I may have as a pastor to minister to them just based on the perception of what I might stand for in that party. As hard as it is for people to believe, there are Jesus-loving people who are Democrats. I want to love and serve them well as a pastor. There are also Jesus-loving people who are Republicans and Jesus-loving people who are independent. I, I want to love and serve them well. And the best place I felt that I could do that was from a place of political homelessness where I find myself today. Second, there are just some major problems in our two major parties these days. I know just like there isn't a perfect church, there isn't a perfect political party either. I, I get that. But there are some major problems right now. And one of the biggest ones is the apparent blind support of a party, its policies, or its politicians. And if you criticize or call out any of them, many times you're canceled. You're done. Again, please hear me. I am not saying that everyone in each party does this or, or is a part of the problem. And yes, I could choose to be in a party and try to help change what I see. But back to my first reason for why I choose to be homeless, the perception problem that there is. Now, I, I see this in both parties, by the way, and it is a big problem. I even see this among Christians in politics, and, and that's where I get the most concerned and most frustrated. It was and is a major problem to me that there seems to be a growing and blind support among many Christians of a single party, its policies, and its politicians without an apparent concern to line up the policies and the politicians under the authority of Scripture. There was and is a growing idea and ideology, more so among white evangelicals, that the party and agenda they belong to is God's agenda, and anything less than full support is anti-God and unchristian. This is part of what's called Christian nationalism, and it's very concerning to me. I don't have time to get into it here, and really, I'm not educated enough yet to speak into it confidently, but I believe one of the greatest threats to American Christianity right now is Christian nationalism. The idea that, that your support of a party or our country in a specific way is then a sign of your support in God and His ways, or the idea that God would support 
a certain party or a certain way to be an American using quotes. That's dangerous. That's a dangerous idea. There are times where a party or an individual politician will say or do things that that scripture would totally oppose, yet we so easily offer our blind support and even our defense of them as long as they are promoting our agenda or policies. The lack of ability to question a party or its leaders is dangerous ground. I've recently read some horrible things that were said and done to Republican leaders who didn't toe their party line over the last few months. Some of it was said by Christian people in the name of Christ. And the same is true for for Democrats. I've seen people lose their jobs or even their careers based on supporting the the so-called wrong side. Is this really American? I mean, this is a major problem right now. It only pushes me further away from any party. So I'm politically homeless just because of perception. I'm politically homeless right now because of the major problems that seem to exist in my eyes in our system. And lastly, I am politically homeless because there are some policies in both parties that I just don't want to be attached to. Or at the very least, I need to learn more about before I form a public opinion. For instance, I am undeniably pro-life. I believe life begins at conception and that God knits us together in our mother's womb, knowing us before we are born, as the scripture says. As a Christian and as a pastor, I cannot read the scriptures and walk away without having a pro-life view but it's pro-life from the womb to the tomb. God is not just pro-birth. He's pro-life, all lives. That makes me ask some very tough questions of myself, of Christians, and of our parties. Am I as pro-life for the woman who chooses abortion as I am the child who was aborted? What am I? What are we doing to to love, care for, and serve that woman? Wouldn't Jesus do that? Am I as pro-life for the child who is an undocumented immigrant or detained at the border after being separated from their mother and living in deplorable conditions? Am I pro-life for them? And please hear me, I believe in safe and secure borders. That, that needs to be a part of our political conversation and policy. But I also believe in the value of human life, all human life. The very fact that Jesus was an immigrant and that scripture from Old to New Testament commands God's people to love, serve, and care for the immigrant cannot be ignored. How do we reconcile that politically? I don't know what the answer is to immigration. That's that's not what this podcast is for. I'm just letting you know why I feel so politically homeless. There has to be a better answer than the extremes we find ourselves going to politically. I wholeheartedly believe in the historic Christian view of sexuality, that marriage and all sexual activity is reserved for by God as one man and one woman until death do us part. But I also believe in loving, honoring, and protecting the rights of LGBTQ people. I don't know where the answer is in protecting the 
the rights of religious liberty and the rights of LGBTQ people, but there has to be a better way than the extremes we find ourselves in. The growing racial divide, criminal justice reform that is needed, the existing systems that that make it harder for people of color to experience the same advancements in America as I would have as as a white male seems to find their extremes in the parties as well. Why is that? Again, I don't know the answer, but there has to be a better way. America should be a place where someone can say, I support the rights of LGBTQ people without being called unchristian. And someone should be able to say, I support religious liberty and not be called a bigot. America should be a place where someone can say black lives matter because they do without being accused of hating blue lives, police officers, or being involved in a left-wing agenda. And someone should be able to say they support the police, which I do, without being told they are against people of color. America should be a place where someone can say they are pro-life without being accused of being anti-woman. And someone should be able to say they will stand with women who choose abortion without being accused of not caring for life. In politics, with each one of these policies and issues I've addressed, and so many more, I have massive concerns about where we find ourselves, and it's pushed me to my political homelessness. I'm frustrated, and I'm concerned. The perception of both parties troubles me. The problems that exist alarm me, and the policies we have concern me. All this to say, I love America. I feel so blessed to have been born into this country, but man, do I have some frustrations right now. This is why I'm challenged even more than ever to pray for their, for our leaders. I wouldn't want their job in a million years. 1 Timothy 2, 1 and 2 actually commands us to pray. I urge you, Paul said, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority, including presidents and politicians, so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. Let's let's pray for our leaders with peaceful, quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. If you're currently in a party, like stay in, fight Shine your light, but by all means, don't just blindly follow or accuse someone else of something without truly knowing where they stand. Look at the life of Jesus. Let him be our example and guide in everything, including politics. As my good friend, uh, Pastor Fred Gallup said, while you may not be lining up on a side, we still need to move forward in Christian action. Get involved on the local level. Find places that you can be involved politically where policies are being made. Because remember, America is not our Jerusalem. It's our Babylon. And we are God's exiles in this foreign land. So I'm asking all of us with our words and with our action, all of us who are Christians, to do one thing, be a good exile. 
I hope you were challenged and encouraged by that today. If you haven't yet, please subscribe on uh, YouTube or whatever platform you're engaging on. Also, like, rate, and give us a review. Even if it's a bad one, we'll, we'll take it. Now, the best thing you can do is to share the podcast. If you know of someone who could benefit from the content we are producing, let them know. Share it on social media through an email or a text or hire a skywriter to write it in the sky. Until next time, I hope you stay real and raw in your life, leadership, and love, and we will see you on the other side.